0: every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement the live view pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket it's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash amg to get forty dollars off at checkout a lot of people that reach out to us whether it's in dms or emails or just you know, comments on social media. A lot of it is they want to drill. Like, what what drill can I use to change this? And that's always. It's kind of a red flag for us because what what we see that usually manifest in is I want a way that I can go fast and make a swing change. And you're laughing because it's reading my mind, we man. see it every day. It's like a drill is permission to go as fast as you can. And that thing that you're drilling is gonna take hold in your swing. I think a better way to approach it is to <laughs> create an environment for yourself that you can improve in. Right? There's there's certainly a few musts that we feel like you should have if you want to actually, if you have an hour a week to practice. How can you get the most out of that hour? And believe it or not, it's not going to be doing a drill for an hour. Yeah,
1: I, you took you, you read in my mind because we we have a AMG Plus, which is one of our online programs, and uh, they're allowed to post swings in, in the group. There's, sure. a, there's a swing review group where Mike and I go in and review swings, and make sure they're doing the checkpoints correctly. And uh, I don't know what it is about maybe just this time of year, but, uh, you know, someone will say, hey, I'm struggling with checkpoint three or I'm, I'm doing this and this with my lower body. Can you give me the, – what's the drill or what, yeah. can you give me a drill? And um, at, I used to get kind of like, well, I, I can't really – of a drill for that you just kind of have to do it you know slowly
0: yeah because we don't you know if you've seen any of our live lessons on youtube we don't you know we'll we'll capture the player on gears you know see their fourth plate data and then we don't say you know all right here's a sheet of four drill. you know like have you ever been to physical therapy where you go see the doctor and then you go see the therapist and then he hands you a sheet when you walk out the door like i want you to do these three times a week and you'll get your range of motion back in your arm it's not really the same thing or it's not how we approach the golf swing, we first want the player to make the correct movements. Yeah. And, and we show them the correct movements and have them feel the correct movements. And the number one thing that has to happen for them to do that is? Go slow. Go slow.
1: I even started tricking them now. So I got smart because I got got tired of thinking like, okay, how do I say this the right way? Right. So whenever they say, what's the drill? I say, oh, yeah, just do the slow motion drill. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> that is, that is literally it, the drill. As
1: long as you say it's a drill, they're fine with it.
0: And that drill works for everything. But if you tell them to go
1: <laughs> slow, they won't do it. No. But if you tell them it's an actual a drill, they'll they'll do it slowly. And I
0: think, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I think the first time I ever heard this was, I want to say Dana Donquist came up with yeah, he did. the best drill you could ever do for whatever it is you're working on is by doing it correctly.
1: Do it. Do it correctly. Do it slow enough to where you can do it. And you say it a lot in lessons. Someone will hit a ball and you'll say, did you do it?
0: And it'll be, I don't know. And then they'll kind of wait for us to replay the video to see if they did it. And I was like, well, that, you're not going to learn anything from that. You're just going to learn if you did it or not.
1: Yeah, that's a great
0: point. And then, okay, point. let's look at it. Did you do it? Nah, I can do it better. And then they'll make the same speed swing okay. again. And we'll just keep going until the hour runs out. and you got to stop and so, say, all right, you've got to go slow to know you've done it. Yeah. Like it's literally know you've done it.
1: It's funny, you know. I really do. At this point in my life, I've been doing this a really long time. I consider myself an expert at figuring out how to change my swing. I've 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 had three, four different golf swings. I finally now have figured out I've settled on what I want just because I know more now. Right, right. I mean, we've looked at enough swings now using gears and force plate data and kind of this whole idea of what.
0: And have been on it enough.
1: Yeah, and been on it enough. Measured my swing on gears and force plates hundreds of times. And finally, have a, a feeling like I want my swing to be inside these windows, and if I do that, generally ball right play, hits uh, hits the ball pretty pretty well.
0: Not rocket science.
1: Yeah, and it just works if you do it and stay in these parameters, it works.
0: So then the question becomes, what do you do to put yourself in those parameters?
1: So, and this is how the the podcast started, and and if if I was Starting over, it's the same way I would do it if I was start from scratch. I would have a, a place indoors.
0: If you had a kid. Yeah. Which yeah. We don't know if you have any. We, we don't <laughs> think you don't do. Think so. i got my nephew, and this <laughs> is what we're
1: about to embark on. I'm going up to Maine this summer. He, he wants to work with me finally. He's getting to the age where he, yep. he wants to hit it a little bit better. And uh, need a place indoors.
0: Off the golf course. Off the golf off course. Off the driving range.
1: With a decent mat. Doesn't have to be crazy, but a mat that you can stand your feet on and have the ball on the same level. Right. You need a net, and you need foam balls, but that's not it. You need feedback from face on and down the line, preferably at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. And so I only know of something one like way. Live View. Yeah, yeah.
1: I only know of one way right now is Live View, and we promote that a lot just because it is a great product. You can have a studio in your garage basically, and you don't even really need TrackMan. You, you don't. You don't need that. No, you don't need off. it. I mean. I mean
0: I'll even strip it down one level. Like I do a lot of swings in here when we're filming this podcast and I don't have a net or mat in here. I Just have the carpet and a mirror and a foam ball and a mirror and a mirror. That's, that's the lowest. Like that's a lot of people have access to that right now. Mirror work is great. If you're in a, like a gym with
1: a, with the mirrors all the way around, it doesn't get any better than that for awareness of where it feels like and what's actually going on. But to bring it back, if uh, the ideal situation is the the like something like a live view. Mm-hmm. Now he has it. The face you can take your phone and make it the face on camera, and you've got a split screen you're looking at.
0: Yeah, you can see both views at the same time.
1: So draw. Your, cool. I would draw my lines, and I would know in my head of what I wanted it to look like, and I would make a swing, and record it, and say, okay, that's what I need to fix. Then I would put it on the live view, so it looked. It's like a digital mirror. I'm seeing exact, and I would work myself through the swing. And see where it gets off track and feel what I need to do with my body, arms, wrist, club to get the club where it needs to be. And then I would make another really slow swing and record it. And then I would look. And, and this is how this is how we, we help people make changes. And I feel like we're doing a pretty good job of it, helping people really make a swing change. And, and that's the way to do it.
0: Yeah, because you're going to learn so much. You know, you call it the blackout when when you make a golf swing and then you go, did I do it? So, Because the swing, it's just its a a second, and the downswing's less than a quarter of a second. So if you want to change something on your downswing, you're not going to feel it going you know anywhere remotely close to normal speed. No. So no one's ever felt impact, ever. Nope. You don't feel that vibration from the impact until the ball's <sighs> well gone. So it's always going to be a delayed process. So if you're trying to change something, there's no substitute for creating an environment where you can change it in real time first you get to feel it in real time and like with the live view watch yourself in the takeaway like if you're a guy that just sucks the club inside to me i just cannot wrap my head around and we've had so much experience with this like but we got to fix this takeaway can't make a takeaway dude like You know, I just can't wrap my (laughs) head around the excuse of I can't change my takeaway. I mean. The club's going three miles an hour, and you're moving a foot and a half. I read this today. I'm reading all these books lately, and uh,
1: when you hear someone say I can't, it means they won't.
0: That's exactly right. Like, it's nothing
1: to do with you can't, but you just won't do it. You won't do the work, put the time in, use the live view, like we've told you, to go up and down that line because it ain't that hard if you just slow down a little bit. And the progression of it is – Can I do it in chunks? Can I place it there and stop? That's, That's progression number one. Progression two, can I go slow motion watching myself? Progression three, can I go slow not looking at it while I'm doing it? Right. Four, can I go and do one of our motion drills, which is starting to kind of move the club forward before you take it away and blend it into a full motion and get some flow to it? and then 5 can i do it in a normal speed swing from a normal setup and we always like that bridge of that those motion drills that we call them club forward right you mm-hmm. start the club mm-hmm. forward and with your trail heel off the ground so it starts kind of the pressure shift early once you can do it statically then you add some flow to it and it is the best way that progression right there to take a swing change where you start from doing it wrong you progress to doing it correctly and then finally you can do
0: it with some flow and a full swing with a real golf ball and it takes some time you know golfers are a lot of times we hear things in opposites right so the inside takeaway i think is a great one because we see it every day and we hear of guys who say i've not never been able to change my inside takeaway all right so if you can physically swing a golf club, right, you have the skills to physically hold a club and swing it, there's zero excuse for not being able to fix a takeaway, right? You can take the club back and stop it still at shaft parallel to the ground and change the orientation that goes back. That's not hard to do. It's
1: like complete, it's the most easiest brainless thing if you just take your time and do it.
0: What we'll see a lot of times is guys will – take it back normal speed and try to stop it there and then correct themselves after they stop it. That's not learning anything. Mm -mm. Or we'll see guys who go back there and the club's constantly moving. They're kind of pumping it around and it's kind of giving your brain like static to try to figure out what you're trying to do. You should be able to go from address to the takeaway you want and do that until you can't screw it up. (laughs) Then you go from the takeaway you want up to the backswing or halfway back. And, and piece it together like that, and you'll start to develop those those motor patterns that actually changes your golf swing. Uh, but in golf, we always hear opposites. Okay, so I don't want my inside takeaway. So what I'm going to do now is take my hands in, club out. Right, That's a whole God, different epidemic. set of problems. That's a bad problem, too. That's a bad problem. That's not a fix for an inside takeaway. That's just changing one set of problems for another set of problems. That's a band-aid. But you can kind of do that at full speed. So it's kind of you know i think golfers have the mentality certainly i did it for a long time of time served is practice meaning i'm, I'm going to 3 hours i'm going to hit balls for 3 hours that's my practice why can't i make a change when i practice all this time that's not practice that's exercise Dude, my practice is go to the warehouse
1: foam ball slow motion watch every single swing i make with a foam ball if i don't like it i do it again and figure out what I need to do to get the club in the body where I need it to be. I slow down until I can do it. Then I flow it together and then I'll go play. It might not take me 30 minutes.
0: That's it. Really common comment we'll hear in our, in our golf schools, the first, so the, when they come in the first night, we'll capture their swing on gears and, and do some work there in the gear studio. Then the first session, the next morning is kind of continuing that on the range. and, You know, sometimes that's an hour, hour and a half, two hours, depending on what the individuals need. And what's often the case is you're going to hear hear the player say, I've never – this is exhausting. I've never focused this much on what I'm actually doing, and I'm hitting way less balls than I would have if I was trying this myself. Like, focusing on what you're doing isn't the easiest thing to do. The easiest thing to do is to hit a ball, rake it because you didn't like it, hit another one, I like – and. If you have any athleticism at all, you can develop a rhythm and hit the ball. Kind of at the end of 100 balls, you should know kind of where it's going. But that's not golf when you stand on the first tee.
1: No, and and we do a good job of this in in one-on-one lessons because we are in control of the golf balls the whole lesson. (laughs) We keep them by us, and we toss you a ball when you think you're ready, and then most of the time you're getting a phone ball. The reason we use phone balls, we didn't really explain it in this podcast, you know, we want you to – to have something there to hit, but not get too worried about the contact yet. We, we want you to focus more on the movement patterns and then let that create the contact instead of you trying to kind of manipulate something to hit the center of the club face. So we will toss you a foam ball till we think you're ready. We might toss you a real ball once you do it right a few times. The golf schools are a little more difficult. We've we've had probably six schools now, and there's only been a couple of, of uh, students come through that have done a good job controlling their golf ball count i can think of one from the last school way he was yeah. awesome all right he, he we give everybody kind of a bucket you know early in a pile the of balls, he, yeah. a pile of balls and we're paying attention who's going through their balls first because i know that person's not going to get the most the, the guy that gets the most out of the school hits less golf balls on the range
0: initially yeah right initially and you know it's just a mark of how you're practicing and not, and yeah. the what we like to do in our schools is, you know, we gears everybody up. So we, every person has their own golf school. like They're working on what, what they need. So each player is different in that respect. But you, you can kind of see, and, you know, everybody works on their game, there's a period of frustration. But you can see when the frustration starts to set in, and it always stems from they didn't like how they hit impact the previous ball not maybe what we're working on in the takeaway. reacting take to the ball, the last ball. You're reacting to the ball. The reacting to the ball is going to mm-hmm. cause frustration. And then when the frustration sets in, things start. those balls start flying faster mm-hmm. and faster. And reacting mm-hmm. to the ball may be the number one reason why gets, people golfers either punt on the change they're making or just actually never make the change they're trying to make. Because, you know, again, it goes back to the environment of practice. And Hal Sutton on the podcast we did with Hal and Chase said, yeah, he said, I learned pretty early that if I want to improve my swing and I'm outside on the range, I get away from everybody. Yeah. Because there's there's ego involved, right? Because I get away from the peanut gallery. If I go with our buddies and I'm trying to actually change something in my swing and maybe I I skull a few or I just, you know, drop kick, whatever the case may be, you're going to hit some terrible shots when you're actually changing your swing, what, what, are, what are the guys going to do? They're going to snicker and go, oh, that lesson worked out real good. They're going to. You know, just like you give the needle to your buddies.
1: Yeah, nice lesson. You're, you're hitting it worse. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> why don't you go get another lesson before we play next week? Yeah, that's one So the best you hear all that and you time. laugh it off, but, you know, you're going to start changing your thing just so you don't – your ego doesn't take a crash. So, again, part of the environment is doing these things at home, off the range, so you can really focus on what you're doing. When we're in a golf school, we're there. It's it's two of us to four players. We can kind of create that environment for them. But you certainly, we certainly want want to do a golf school in the middle of the public range, right? Yeah, we
1: we go off to the side where, where no one can really
0: even see us. Yeah, and you kind of create that environment, your little bubble, where you can actually do some work and not worry about the peanut gallery, not worry about really anything other than what particular thing you're working on in the swing. Which is rarely going to be impact.
1: And interestingly enough, the two golfers that have come through the schools that have done the best job, I can think of them who they are right now. One of them was a dentist and one of them was a doctor. And not that that means anything. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. They both set up their live views. They were the two guys I can think of that set up their live view camera every day on the range. They they made some rehearsals looking at their swing. They put the ball down. They might have taken an easy swing. And they would say, hey, can, can you come see how that looked? That's the people that get the most out of their practice,
0: yeah, it's um yeah, they're giving themselves feedback on every swing rather than relying on where the ball went,
1: yeah they they weren't even all that concerned with it, you know uh, and obviously we can coach them too that's like, hey, you know I know you hit that a little my toe, but don't worry about it, you'll start finding the club face, keep make, keep doing what you're doing slowly and once you can hit the face, then we'll ramp up the speed a little bit, yep, and those people will. Definitely get the most out of their practice time.
0: Yeah, you can tell the players who are going to progress faster than the ones who aren't by just how they approach what they're trying to do. Like, what are they doing that one? What I'm are they doing that don't one? don't really have to tell them how to slow down. I mean, we get a lot of, I can't slow down. Like, when you, I don't understand what you mean you can't slow down. If I, if I lay a million dollars next to this golf ball, you're telling me you couldn't slow down? No, they won't slow down. They won't slow down. Just can't and won't. So when you start with that, non-starter of I can't slow down, then you're really going to severely limit what you're actually going Im- to change or improve.
1: Yeah. Your mindset when you come to one of our golf schools, it's not a band-aid golf school. We're trying to make
0: a swing change. It's yeah. But this a- isn't just for our golf school. This is for, yeah, we may never see the people listening to this. Well, yeah. We're not going to see the people listening to this. Yeah. And you know, you may be on an Island somewhere in the Bahamas or on an Island somewhere in the Maine. North pole, Maine or in Maine. <laughs> I'll be there tomorrow. Um, <laughs> uh, but the same thing is going to apply, right? So I think yeah. I think the environment is to change the physical characteristics of your swing, change your motor pattern, pull yourself off the driving range, get zero accountability out there with a bucket of balls, right? Mean, the golf ball is going to lie to you. You're just exercising. You're exercising.
1: It's great if you want to get your heart rate up. Yeah. <laughs> your frustration frustrated. up. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then have some accountability. Film yourself so you can start to calibrate those feels and anchor them in something that's real. Then just repeat. You'll see changes if you do that. Like There's zero mystery to it at all. There's zero. It doesn't apply to you. There's zero. It applies better for this person. It applies to everybody. You make the correct movement over and over again, you will get better. It's just as simple as that.
1: Absolutely. And if you're interested in any of our programs, just go to athleticmotiongolf.com. Everything's there. The golf schools, AMG Plus, online programs, Elite. Everything's laid out there for, um, for you to take a look at. And if you're enjoying these, please leave us a five-star and a written review on iTunes. We're trying to help as many golfers as we can, and you can help us do that.